And I'm Tim. And this is... Till Death Death Do Us Us Recap. We are discussing Season 12, Episode 10 today. Titled Third Week's a Charm. Third Week's a Charm. It's not very charmful for a lot of of couples this week. I don't know. Yeah, we've got... We have a lot of things, as we usually do. Um, This week is Intimacy Week. Continued. More <laughs> right. You you characterized last week as intimacy, which I think is correct. But Dr. Viviana comes out this week and calls this week that. This week is steamy intimacy. Yeah, it's steamy intimacy Steamy week. intimacy. And we are getting meetings with Dr. Viviana, our sex therapist, as well as questionnaires and activities. So, okay, we agreed that we have to just start with the biggest ridiculosity. Oh my goodness. Let's just get into Chris and Pagina. We have have to jump in Chris and Paige. Okay. So obviously last week we leave completely betwixt, befuddled and bemused. mm, Bemused is positive, I think. Ah. So bewildered. Bewildered. Um, That's what I was looking for. I was looking for bewildered. Um, where they decide that they're going to start from zero and act like he wasn't a complete manipulative psychopath for the last 22 days, to be exact. Um, And so obviously we were all upset. And we see Paige as she's getting ready for Dr. Viviana to come over for their first thing. And she basically admits that since that conversation on camera... restart... Since their senseless meetings turned into a restart, surprise, surprise, she hasn't heard from him once. Not a single text, not a single call. It has been two days, which when he, so then he shows up at the door. She doesn't know if he's coming to Yeah, she meeting. doesn't even know if he's coming. She's like, he hasn't said shit to me. And, but of course, would Chris ever miss an opportunity to be on camera though? Of course he wouldn't. So we get a knock at the door, and it's Chris um, casually saying, yo, he's wearing a sweatshirt. Nice sweatshirt. I got to say. I very know, cute. Very it was cute. a cute sweatshirt. It was very you. I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't a suit. We came casual. Yeah, at least we didn't come on our He looked good. Chris looked good. Suit. But okay, yo, he's smirking. We get a side hug. Once again, he's acting like, Nothing has happened. Like, literally at this point, his existence in these spaces is gaslighting. Because it's like he's constantly just showing up, expecting everyone to act like what they have witnessed and been through with him just hasn't actually happened. It's, what, 10 episodes? And I'm still finding myself confused by Chris. And just the way he moves through life. I'm still confused. Constantly confused. So it's awkward as hell. He's like, he starts looking at his phone right away. They like sit down and you can tell he's like sitting being like, okay, I'm going to wait till it's officially shoot time with Dr. Viviana. Like I'm telling you, this is all about screen time for him. And then Dr. Viviana clearly gets straight to it. She knows she admits like, I like, I love that she is super forward. She'll be like, so I've basically witnessed everything that's happened. Yeah. Up so, to this this is point. What, so this is what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like that because especially for a personality like Chris, who's just 
always like it's like he compulsively functions in a manipulative way. I love that she's like, okay, so to start it off, I know everything, but why don't you give me your thoughts? Definitely. And he just goes straight to victimizing himself. Um, Actually, this is all a result of a depressive state. I was just not having it. I was not having it at all. My favorite little nugget that he throws in here is pre-wedding Chris was X, Y, and Z. Chris right. has been the same way since 90, 90, 1992, pre-wedding Chris. I'm like, pre-wedding Chris? Are we really expected to believe that everything has, you've become yeah. a completely different person in the last three weeks? Yeah. No. Uh, give me a break. Okay, now Dr. Viviana gets real with Paige right away in front of him, which I love. And she's like, why are you staying? Yeah. And Paige says something to the effect of the woman that God intended me to be is a woman that stays. And that just like hurt my soul. It well, just... yeah, she, she pretty much just outlined her whole role as being supportive. Yeah. Like my job. Duty. Very duty driven. Very duty driven. Very like the principle of the thing. Like never mind the fact that there's nothing he has done from literally hour one that has in any way honored a vow or a commitment in any way, but she's responsible to carry the whole thing. That's just what's so exhausting about this. And that is why I ultimately feel a little conflicted about like writing all these notes on them still and giving them all this time because I'm just so frustrated and mad, but because we're not surprised by any of it, but we still need to talk about it. Um, Okay, so she's like trying to figure out what their expectations are right now. Yeah, she's pretty much just at like Paige, what do you what do you want? And Paige, the bar has been lowered so low. Like this. at this point, it's underground. And she's like, I'm at the point where I really just just a phone call or a FaceTime. And she's like, uh, okay, can you like clarify that more? And she's like, what do you mean by that? Like how often? She's like, at least once a day, which of course is very normal for a serious relationship. The look on his face was like already he was being asked to like fucking move in and sleep in her bed every day. Like yeah. it was so severe that like she would want to be contacted once a day. Uh, well, and then he <sighs> goes and then he his response to oh. it is that he doesn't is he goes, I don't want forced contact it just feels um, so forced. You know, he, he says his heart's not 100% in it. And I loved what what Viviana, Dr. Viviana said back. She said something effective. You need to change the way that you're motivated because you, you can't operate under this paradigm of having to be a 100% in it in order to build some type of... Any connection. Any connection. We're well, talking unless tiny, it's forced, tiny connection. Or else it's forced in his mind. And... And he said he's motivated by it. He goes, I want to hang out, going to dinner. And if he's comfortable, if he's comfortable, then maybe he can do a phone call. Which which shows that he doesn't even really understand. He doesn't understand any of it because she rightly points out that like. She's like, that's actually way more labor intensive than just giving her a call or sending a text. And he's like, I I, I just want to like hang out in real life. Like. Blah blah blah. It was so funny though because the they were so perplexed at this point, like Paige and Dr. Viviana, because it made no sense. Yeah. 
And Paige is like, okay, I don't even know what we're doing here. And Dr. Viviana's like, I don't know. What are you, what are you doing? And the, re- and the rest of America, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, that's they asked the, the question that we all had. Um, okay. So Dr. Viviana leaves and immediately Paige is handwriting some sort of diagram contract of expectations for what their next time they're going to see each other is like, it's pretty much like I, what I gathered, I, I was confused a little bit at first what it was. It looked like a contract of sorts, but what I gather is pretty much, it is a schedule. It looked like yeah. she was making a schedule yeah. of, okay, when are we available to see each <laughs> yeah. other? What's one activity and one desired outcome for the yeah. day? Mind you, she, she says, At the beginning, while she's doing it, she looks at him and she's like, this seems like a lot of pressure on you. Excuse me. Uh, And then she's even trying to like, she's trying to like soften the pressure by being like, all we're doing is working towards a friendship, Chris. That's all. Because he's like baffled. And I'm just like, Paige, like the saddest part of all of this is that like, she's still feels that it is fully her responsibility to carry this this whole relationship and that it actually still like the onus is actually on her and then she's like okay she's trying to like involve him and she's like so do you have any like expectations you know she's she's trying to get to like meet like do we want dates do we want to go out to dinner do we want to like, do you like, she's like, what, do you like movies? Do you like music? He's like, I'm not movies. I'm like, okay. He's, she's like, what about you? He's like, I'm free after eight. Well, not, <laughs> not only is he, is he saying, is he, yeah, I'm free after eight. Is he's already suggesting skipping days. He's already trying to reschedule. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, you he's know. He's like, actually, can look, we skip Sunday and uh, just do next Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, I'm, she's like, okay, wait, you're already canceling. And then she's like, okay, what do you want to do? Like, she clearly wants to go out. And he's like, how about I just bring a takeout meal? And and then she's trying to figure out ways that could be fun. She's like, do you play card games? No, he refuses to play card games. It seems like some sort of game. And then, and then, and then, you guys, I cannot why don't you lead a Bible study? Now, who says this to who? Hmm. Chris says that to Paige. So Chris is going to go get takeout. He's going to bring In it over. In five to seven days. In five to seven business he, days. He might be able to do that at eight o'clock at night. And He doesn't want to be seen with her in public. He'd like to bring back the food. You better not bring a deck of cards. Do I'm, not bring a deck of cards. I hate cards. I hate cards. And also, will you please then lead me in a Bible study? I was <laughs> fully, uh, like I said, Chris is the gift that keeps on giving when it comes to this stuff because you think that you've heard it all. You think that you've seen it all. <laughs> and that's, this is how, in, this is how lacking in self-awareness he is. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to say. And I'm just going to go off of what Chris, off of Chris's definitions mm-hmm. here of what a man is supposed to be mm-hmm. in a marriage, mm-hmm. a godly man, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm going off Chris. 
I'm not giving you my own perceptions here because I have yeah. vastly different views. Based off of everything we've seen from Chris and the, the way he's talked up, uh, what it means to be a man, supportive and all this stuff, you're not going to volunteer yourself to lead the Bible study? I know, I know. It's really interesting. I, it's like his biggest claim to fame when it works for him, but he never actually wants to like engage it on a deeper level. It's fascinating. So he says that. And then, and then this might have been like, if we fast, it might be, we might be fast forwarding now to the fateful Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. that yeah. he was willing to give her. Yeah. But he literally says in the interview, you know, I've just been thinking about it and, I think the problem for us has been is that we just haven't included God in anything. And so I think that this is what we really need. Are you kidding me? The disingenuousness is so maddening, Bob. It's when they have this dinner and, you know, Paige blesses the food because he refuses. To, he, oh, my God. He doesn't want to pray for it. He, he, what Paige, why don't you do that? Yeah, Chris she's acts, like, you want to bless the food and he won't bless the food. Chris acts like a friendship and a relationship between them is like something you order from God. Yeah. Like, like it's an, babe, God's relationship for us is here that we ordered it. It's at the front door. Can you go pick it up? Like, <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, it's just a lot of talk with no action, nothing, Zero. no action. He's not really it. an actions kind of guy either. He's not, not really kind of an <laughs> actions guy. Um, but okay, so he, not only does he say the problem with them, he thinks it's not the line. It's not that he signed up for a show to get on TV while he was also with his ex and had recently impregnated her. It's not that he constantly gaslights and manipulates her, and it's none of that. It's God wasn't included and then he says i'm trying to become one with my wife by doing that i just i cannot it's just, but the whole responsibility is on her it's so ass backwards and then they get into this they get into this friendship thing where they're talking about like building a friendship and you it's know very confusing. It's, it's just a lot of like weird code words and so they start talking about like the first thing they need to do is build a friendship. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Don't get into the study. I have one, we have one more thing. Remember, she first... First, we think that we're actually... Uh, once again, we get a oh, fake out okay. from Paige. We think that Paige is about to freaking own him. But then in the end, she can't help herself. So she looks amazing, by the way. She dressed up for this Bible study, and I'm here for it. And, you know... I. I think it's sort of unfair that he wears a suit to all this shit. And then she wears this sexy dress for Bible study and he shows up not in his suit. <laughs> like, uh. I feel like she was trying to follow his lead here. Anyways, she then, after she gives him the opportunity to pray and bless the food, he won't. So she does it. And you can tell that that annoys her. And then she looks at him and she's like, okay, so what have you prepared? And I was like, yes, because if, if, if in a world where this, where like everything was right in the dynamics here in any way, like after everything, at least that he's put her through, like you would think that it would be his turn to put in some labor, right? For the relationship. And so she's like, I was really looking forward to you feeding me with the word. 
which that was just a quote that just, just it's just weird seeing it in this context, especially when we're just like screaming like Chris is so full of shit. But he just looks at her mouth agape like, huh? And I'm like, this is how you do it, Paige. Like, this is going to be in two seconds. She's going to be like, see, this was my point. Like, you should have done this. This isn't my responsibility at this point. Like, you're supposed to be proving yourself to me because you've hurt me. She makes her point and then she fucking gets up, goes in the other room and comes back with like a full on Bible study teacher's curriculum manual. I mean, she's ready to Bible study them through the whole year. She's, she's got notes. There is so, and I'm like, no, no. Like it negates everything she just did because of course she's going to like take over again and convince herself that they're sharing something real when really she's driving the whole thing and he's sitting there like an imbecile. Ugh, it's hard to watch. Uh, okay, so we can now get into the lesson. Okay, so she, I just needed to say that. She, they, she reads the Bible, Bible verse, and, you know, they, they're getting into this thing about friendship and, like, we have to build a friendship. And if we want to build a friendship between ourselves, then we have to look how we have a friendship with God and it's more of covenant and bonds and covenant. It's just all this language. And I'm like, be friends, be, be just be friends. Mm -hmm. You know, like, do you like to collage? I like to collage. <laughs> Let's be friends. Hey, we're friends. Like, why does it have to be so? Well, it's all these heavy. Well, it's, it's so heavy and so ridiculous. I mean, like. There's nothing oh that has gosh. actually, nothing has warranted the level of seriousness and commitment that she continues to give here. Yeah. So it's that's why it's just so hard to watch and so baffling at this point because you're just like, how can you talk about all this serious, heavy aspects of marriage when like there's nothing about this relationship that has actually reflected a marriage up to this point? There's no foundation. No. There's no, like even at the dinner, like, Oh, they you don't know, we, speak. we don't, he don't speak. I mean, I don't even know if I've heard Chris say, you know, other than something other than like, how was your day? What, you know, without it being like, he feels like he has to say it. Yeah, and it's just nothing, like, there's, there's no, no real conversation. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't even know if he knows how to have. It's like, this could also be a part of like everything for camera. He just like shuts down. Yeah. Like he. He wants to be seen, but he's so overly consumed with maybe how he is being seen that he's just never being a real person. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, he, okay, he starts talking for like five seconds, actually. And I think because she prompted him, like she wanted him to participate in Sunday school. And so he says like the most like broad thing, but does say, well, here we go. Like we get into the covenant again. He says, blah, 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 covenant. And she starts taking notes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> do, like, do not, Paige. Do not give him that. Do not tell me that there is anything about these three sentences he has said that is worthy of note taking. Um, but then, okay, this is what really killed me. So they, oh gosh. So we get into a conversation after. She literally takes responsibility she decides that she wants to be honest and say that hearing about that he like when she found out that he had impregnated his ex like on day two um 
she really has been convicted and would like to say that she was maybe a little too distracted by the shock of her own emotion and that she was probably really negligent to him emotionally. Oh my God. And she just wants to apologize for that. And he really appreciates hearing that. I wanted to vomit. I just don't understand what she has to apologize for. It's like... I think this is her messed up way of... She feels so out of control by how nothing about this has gone the way that she thought it was going to. And so she's constantly looking for ways that she could make things better, you know? But Build the, bridges and whatnot. But the saddest part is that all it means is that she's laying down on the floor and letting him literally stomp all over her. Like, there is a difference between two people being mutually engaged, mutually willing to be humble and work on their shit, and this mess. Oh. So that was really upsetting to so me that she did that. And then... Oh, Chris decides... Uh, now, when Chris says... This is unbelievable. Okay, I have something to tell you. Now, I mean, anything... It could, could mean anything it at this point. It could mean anything at this point. <laughs> You brace yourself, but you also brace yourself to, like, not be surprised because at this point, you're like, nothing could surprise me with this guy. But, oh, no. Me doth surprise. <laughs> uh, he wants to be honest with her that this week um, he bought a brand new Benz for his ex-fiance mother of my child. Um because he's put a lot of thought into it and she has been using ride shares for years and he doesn't want the ex-fiance mother of his child to be Ubering his baby around. So he did this for her. Which and as he thought about it, over the course of a few days after he's done the purchase, right, he realized... um. He, he would love to be honest with his wife because they are one and covenants. Now, a, a little bit of background here. Now, Mercedes, Chris's ex, got into a, car, a bad car accident in the past, doesn't feel comfortable driving, wants to feel comfortable driving by the time they have a baby. Pa you know, we acknowledge, Paige acknowledges like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, those are real, those are things. real things you want. But why are we doing this conversation on camera? First off, it's so disingenuous, like when you haven't seen each other in days. And then you're doing this. I mean, in contrast with how little he has given her. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, a it's joke. crazy. It's crazy. And a, a Mercedes Benz at that. <laughs> brand, <laughs> brand new. new. And oh, I mean, we are just stunned. And the funny, the interesting thing is, you know, they just finished talking about friendship right and how they want to be friends from their bible study and right? yeah i'm still just so confused on the actual content of that study but that's fine and <laughs> this would be this would be something that you would share with a friend not not to mention not not an alone your wife that you should that you're probably right. thinking about making this purchase right but normal friendships normal conversations you would have with friends hey i'm thinking about doing this sure. like she's not even getting that in advance, you mean? Yeah. yeah the whole no, thing it's is... Just, duh, the disrespect is so upsetting. But again, 
We just keep coming back to the fact that Paige knows exactly who he is because we sure as hell all do. And I don't understand anything other than she wishes what was real wasn't real. And so she's just in full denial mode and like using her faith as sort of a justification crutch to do that. She's clearly like so desperate for a relationship, but it's like, this is just a well, we're getting terrible a, excuse for that. You get to the point where you're starting to wonder with the way that Paige talks about all of this, what is going to be a breaking point? Yeah. You know, like we've seen, <sighs> she's no trying low. so, she's trying so hard. It's like the rock bottom keeps getting more rock bottom. Yeah. And, and you're kind of like, okay, well, what, what is it? Because he's shown you so many different things you know, like if you were to go and like cheat on her with someone, you know, would she walk away then? No. You know, I mean, it, 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 well, yeah. I'm baffled. Yeah, baffled at no. like I don't at think what she point? Knows. She doesn't know. Oh, it's hard to watch. Yeah, it's very hard to watch. So there we go again. We just like had to give so much space to this totally dysfunctional. Sorry, excuse for a couple, but it had to be done. So it looks like we've got more shenanigans ahead. I have nothing more to say about them. Nothing more. Um, Where do you want to go next? Let's go to Haley and Jacob. Okay. Haley and Jacob. Haley and Jacob. So we start with the Dr. Viviana um, coming over. Yeah. And I mean, we got a lot of new information, I feel like, in this. Like, we end up finding out that they're basically arguing every other day. Yeah. And, like, it's a classic case of, like, the smallest, stupidest shit just, like, exploding. Um, Apparently, there was a drama with with her sleeping over at Paige's the other night. And, like... Now, was that the same drama? I thought I thought it would be this. I thought he was talking about the same drama. But it could have been. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe you're right. I just didn't think it was confirmed before that she actually slept over there. Oh, okay. But maybe, yeah. Anyways, they bring that up. But I love how Dr. V just got straight to it and was like, okay, so I've been told you guys are in the non-romantic friend zone. (laughs) And she's like, how do we get out of that? Why? And then we find out. Which friends also seems like that might be a little. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a stretch (laughs) to call them friends. It's a stretch to call them friends. They're like tense roommates in my opinion everything seems very clenched yeah everything's clenched we've got clenched butts clenched faces and then flared nostrils um okay (laughs) clenched and flared but okay can we just give me some credit here that I was fucking right about the fact that his obsession with these first few days was indeed because he had sexual intercourse with you her. You were right. You and, were right. I and, believe the TV was paused. Acknowledgement was given in real time. Well, I want podcast acknowledgement. Um, <laughs> so she ends up admitting that this was what was kind of sad, is that she basically admits that she felt like she had to. She felt pressure to do that in the first few days. So it sounds like they had sex for like the first three to four days. And then 
she admits she's crying and she's like, I did that because I thought I had to. And it was going to like help the relationship, help like speed walk our connection. And all I knew was that by day four, I felt like I had no connection to him at all. There's nothing natural. I know how it feels as someone who's generally pretty good with people. Um, when you tend to like easily connect with a lot of people, when you don't connect with someone, it's like truly the most baffling experience. (laughs) And you can tell, I mean, of course this is romantic. So this is the next level, but she, it's the opposite of the, it's not you, it's me. It's, it has to be you because I can connect with people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you can tell that she is really distraught. And like, this is like what we've been saying. She hasn't had anything to work with. There's nothing naturally flowing well, here. This is, they, their problem is two pronged here. Because, you know, she gets into, she admits that she's kind of like in the middle with attraction. Um, You know, she doesn't think he's hot, but she's also like. She, I have to, I hate this. I hate this. When she said, Remember, Dr. Viviana's like, so how was the attraction from the start? And mm-hmm. she, and then, you guys, I just, I don't think that this question ever needs to be answered with the most explicit truth because it is so delicate for people and people know how to get the hint with this kind of stuff. And I just think to look her dead on and go, well, when I was walking down the aisle. In front I, of him. In front of him. In front of right him next too. to her. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It, when I was walking down the aisle, I felt middle of the road about him. Middle of the road. I was like, that is so shitty to hear. I mean, just, just like, why does it need up, to be said? Yeah. It like, opens up new wounds. He yeah. already knows this. Yeah. We already know yeah. this. Viviana already knows this. And it, 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 I just it, didn't it seems see, like it's piling on a little bit. Yeah, like, can't we just be like, honestly, our sexual connection just isn't growing and I'm waiting for it. And I keep thinking that if our friendship gets deeper. Well, and this is this is what I was going to say with the double, with the two thing, the two pronged issues that Haley's having. Right. First one, she doesn't feel the attraction. Bottom line. Bottom line. That's real. But that's very real. But she kind of admits that, like, if there was some personality, yes. I could like our relationship and that attraction can grow. And here's the problem. Jacob, from what we've seen, doesn't seem to have a lot of personality or at least the personality that, that Haley desires. Yeah. It's like everything that gives him a personality is stuff that she finds repulsive. (laughs) 80s. But But even that, those aren't okay. Those are very random like interests, those aren't his in dry and of sense themselves. of humor, though. She doesn't get no, exactly. You know, so I'm like, what do we have here that, like, that's what my point in the way is, of personality? Loving 80s isn't a personality trait, okay? Fair point, like, fair point. and that I think just lends itself further to, like, I don't know Jacob's personality, like, I don't get it. Um, yeah, like, I'm with you, but yeah, we really don't. I would say, out of Almost all of the guys, I think we kind of know Jacob's personality the least. But we kind of know it. It just isn't the greatest. Yeah. Well, and this is what's hard is it's like. I understand why if they were like really 
sexual the first few days and then that just stopped. Of course, that would get in anyone's head. Um, and I just can't tell like what of his, the way he acts and the way he speaks, um, how much of this is just like, he is so insecure. And so he's just like super wound up and how much is just like, this is just him. But I even, I thought that it was like, she had, she was tearful and she was like, I just realized like I'm doing all the work. No, but she also admitted that he was, he, she admitted to Viviana that he was doing everything that she like had been asking. Yeah. Like in meaning he received the bags of clothes and wore them. Okay. She's being nice. Yeah. She's saying like, he's not fighting me, but he's also not helping. Yeah. Like think of the conversation we had a couple weeks ago when she was like, let's have a beer before I go out. Yeah. And it was just like literal paint drying. Yeah. And like little things like that. I really think she has been trying to like inject them with like fun and opportunities. No, she's leading, she's leading the way. And so that's why I think now she's just like broken. She's like, screw this. Like I wasn't even attracted to you really from the start, but I've been willing to push, 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 push myself. Yeah. And you still don't really give me a lot back. Yeah. Like you and and you act angry at me and like contempting towards me because I'm not just googly all over you. But what are you like? He always has the energy like she's the bad guy in the relationship. And I just find it really interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair. Yeah. But I think he's convinced himself that like he's the one that oh, everyone should feel bad for because she like halted the intimacy yeah but it's like and that comes up later yeah because viviana gives them a a um task if you will yeah, when she they were not excited oh my gosh that was see so she suggests that every night and every morning they begin and end the day with a little wake peck. up and good night peck yeah uh little kiss not asking for a pash just a peck. <laughs> We're watching um, Mathis Australia right now, too. And so we just learned the meaning of passion. We absolutely love it. It's literally a passionate kiss. Pash. Um, but yeah, they seem so uncomfortable with this oh, idea. They were not happy. I, they were just like not buying it. Like there's not I just felt like they were sitting there like, yeah, sure. Well, like, and then, you know, they they try it out at the end of the night. And, you know, terrible. Jacob just thinks like, Oh, uh, Viviana said that we need to do this. So I don't need to like make myself desirable in the way that she would want to give me a good night kiss. And he's just so excited to have her in the bed. Oh my God. So he's just like laying next to her. It's so awkward. But his eyes are closed half the time. He will not look into her eyes at all. It's just like his eyes are either closed or like smiling or he's like opening them. But he won't look over to her because she's just lays there like a man in waiting and and says, no spooning, no spooning or sensual caressing. Oh, the sensual caressing. You're such an asshat. And she's like, "Uh, no. Oh, wait. And they were supposed (laughs) to do like a conversation exercise. So it starts with like. There was just these lame ass bedroom sleep questions. It was like, oh my god, that was her right. big convo. <laughs> She's like, so how do you like? And you could tell she wasn't. Her heart was so not in it. She's like, how do you sleep? So how do you like to sleep? And he's like, what? And she's like, 
you know, like, do you like it dark or like cold or stuff like that? Oh, and he's like, yeah, I like it dark and I like it cold. Definitely no TV. No TV. Uh, And and then she's like, yeah, me too. And then it's over. And I'm like, oh, good God. I'm so glad I'm not them. But is yeah, she hated every second of it. Yeah. But you could tell they were going through the motions because that's what they were told to do. It is interesting. You can she wants every couple to sit on the bed for certain conversations. Yeah. She feels like that builds intimacy. And I like that. I'm I game for that. that. I yeah. think that's, that's true. A good, that's a good idea. Um <clears throat> it's not looking good in the previews for this couple. No. I don't <laughs> see, I just don't think they're a match. And I think that it's one of those situations where, like, at this point their behavior and the way they view each other is like just begetting each other's, you know, it's, like it's, no, there's no breakthrough. It's room starting. You're starting to see each other. The resentment yeah. really building. It's very and, big. Yeah. It's unavoidable collision here coming. It feels like. <laughs> I know. I know. And like Jacob just wants someone who like, I feel like he just wants someone who's like, kind of a piece of paper that he can just like nicely fold into his already established bizarro life like not too many opinions but like all but if you have some they should like be all the same as mine you know the more time that goes on in this relationship the more and more i'm looking at it from the expert's point of view and being like what did we see what did we see what here? did we see here yeah you know like, i don't get it even is it just that he was older and established and maybe they thought because what is she like 30 29 oh 28 because they had the 28 conversation oh no i don't know i really don't know i mean she she's very like mature but she's admitted you know mature she admitted that she has been picky because she met yeah. with Viv and the, oh, privately. that's the one thing, right? Yeah. So, so Doctor Viviana comes back because she can't stop thinking, obviously, about how dissatisfied Haley seemed, and they had a one-on-one. And I did think that that was telling, and yet I still understood what Haley meant. So she was like, "I just wanted to bring up. I went back and reread your questionnaire from your application for the show." And you said one of your patterns is that you nitpick the hell out of whoever you're dating to kind of like scare yourself out of it so that you don't say. And she's like, so I just wanted to read that to you. And I did think that that was very telling. But then the funny part is Haley's like, yeah, but with all those guys, the physical attraction was a given an instant. And then I was doing that after, like with guys I had good connections with. Her whole point is like, Jacob, I never had that with from day one. Yeah. And I think I think that like there's merit in bringing it up and I get where Haley is coming from. And there's probably something in the middle there that is like, quote unquote, right. Or yeah, is they just is. they seem mismatched. They're to me. not right. I don't think it's going to. Yeah, it's not looking good. OK, uh, should we jump to a couple that is doing good? Yeah. Brianna and Vincent, yeah. our favorites, our favorites, Brianna oh, and Vincent. So gosh, love that. An amazing little week for them. Yeah. Um, So much growth for Vincent. Vincent grew. Vincent grew. And he is really like, I thought that this Dr. Viviana appointment really needed to happen. Perfect timing for them. Perfect timing. Because this is one of those things where I feel like if they didn't get an expert in, 
it could sort of crystallize some really bad couples habits. Yeah, we were a little concerned last week. Yeah, with the way that he deals with feeling disrespected. And and I did think it was interesting. She basically, Brianna ends up very subtly admitting, well, I think Vince had even implied it, that um, because they're talking about how their style of joking, sometimes it goes like off the rails because Vincent misreads the way Brianna says something like yeah. we all so we we had to retread the champagne incident and oh, I was stressed um but he owned it and he said he said I'm I I watch my words more and I can tell she's been on eggshells and stopping herself from saying things and I don't want that to be the case for her so I he's self-aware. Yeah, he's self-aware. And that made me bummed for Brianna because Brianna nodded like, yeah, I have been being careful. Um, But it also made me like he sees it and he's fully owning it. He takes ownership. Yeah. He admits that he wants to uh, like it all comes from wanting to impress her her. and be perfect for her. And when he can't do that, that's when he lashes out. You know, which I get that. I yeah. get what he's talking about. And he addressed sure. the dancing from the week before. And he was one like, little oh. funny thing that Vincent said was, I'm not, um, with how they communicate and his overreactions to things, he goes, I'm not like delicate. And I'm like, <laughs> but you, but you are, are kind of a little bit because yeah. I saw some some delicate tendencies and he's last night. <laughs> he's literally described his communication style as delicate. Yeah. He did last week. Yeah. Um, that was funny. But, but yeah, Dr. V does a good job of identifying that, like, it's all coming from a place of wanting to be perfect. And yet, like, nobody wants to be with a perfect person. We'd much rather, like, the things that we love about our partners are the imperfections, too. And that that creates more freedom for everyone to be imperfect in a relationship and thus be more safe and honest. And I think that that really clicked for him. And it seems like maybe... He's never had that in a relationship and he's getting that with this. And it's so cute. And then he made them an adorable, sexy, mystical, magical fort. And yes, we were we so proud. Ro- we got a lot of roses and twinkle, rose petal twinkle dates this week. Yes. Um, a lot of bed sitting. A he did a great sitting. job of like joining all of the themes of the week together. Yeah. Um, didn't really get like the full didn't totally get all the rules of their game just because there was a point where he was putting cheese and whipped cream in her mouth yeah and then like (laughs) she was but they loved it so no it was cute but these i get confused with these questions sometimes because the questions are phrased in i yeah but they're asking questions to the other person like it was weird yeah, I, they were I, trying to get the partner to like guess right guess what right, the partner would have guessed. What the other partner would have. It was, a little, I was a little baffled. People were putting whipped cream and cheese into people's mouths, though, and it was all <laughs> cute and. Yeah, but I never want to eat cheese with whipped cream, so that was like Ooh. no, I was, it but, was a little. But whatever, they were cackling. They, were they loved it. I was squealing. They are our respite They're in the season respite. twelve. They are the respite. Which is why we take it so hard when they have a bad moment. Oh. <laughs> um, we need you, Brianna and Vincent. We also believe in you. That's all I have to say on them. Do you have more? No, they were solid. They were solid. I mean, I just, it's it's almost too easy easy with them right now. Yeah. You know? Um, but we need that. We do need that to balance out. <sighs> because I think that we should move on to Virginia and Eric. Okay. Um. 
I mean, in general, I feel like there was a lot of growth for them this week too, but they continue to just worry me. And I just feel like they definitely had a heavy week. I feel like they had a lot of shit they had. There to- are, this week, they're reckoning with all the stuff they've been avoiding. All the stuff they've been avoiding. And they both admit that, you know, they have such a strong physical chemistry with each other that they don't want to talk about serious things. Because they don't want to ruin it. Because they don't want to ruin it. And Which makes sense. I feel like that's totally like early dating stuff. Um, I was actually really impressed by the fact that they were so aware of it. And they both said as much. You know, they both admitted we're avoiding the little stuff right now. Oh, well, we have have to just like, there's nothing more to say, but we open with the Virginia and Eric announcing their passwords on national television. Every one of my passwords (laughs) has the word Rocky in it. Oh, Texas for me. Literally, they like double down. I'm like, are you? I'm like, okay. Those passwords better be changed by now. Yeah, please tell me that a producer told them to change them immediately and that you guys weren't hacked the first minute that this was released. Hey, my social security card ends in (laughs) 7119 also. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, we did get into some guy stuff again before Uh, Dr. Viviana came. This is a, okay, go. Do we, well. Oh, I just want to briefly hit on it. So. We're back to guy friends on it. Now we're Instagram, which I just think is silly. Yeah, so am I allowed to follow my exes? Am I allowed to follow? Am I allowed to like? Yeah, Uh, you know, it it just seems like a a lose lose situation to me. Like, this is just you're not gonna win. Like, this is not we're getting not getting any victories here out of this. Like, I'm sorry, Eric, but like up until this point, what has she shown you that she can't be trusted? Yeah, you know. She does talk about going out and partying and going to club, you know. But what has she actually shown to you that makes you think that, like, this is an issue? Like, you guys have already talked about this. She's already met some of, you've already yeah. met some of her guy friends. I'm just like, you're gonna. Well, she kind I think she did her thing again where she wanted to, like, put him on the spot and make him answer. Needling again with the guy friends thing. Yeah. I feel like he took bait that he shouldn't have taken. Personally, because I'm just like, I was just like, Virginia, why are you even doing this? Like, he would never know the difference anyway. He's obviously not super social media savvy. Like, yeah, you're not, you know, you're not doing anything coming from the wrong place if you're following your ex and like his posts sometimes. Like, so why even bring it up? Whatever. It was just messy. uh, Yeah. Messy. But Dr. V comes. And Eric, you know, at first does his like for me, it's been nothing but amazing. And I'm just like, he always leads, he always leads with, oh my gosh, it's been amazing. And then in about two minutes of TV time, it's a bold declarative statement saying, it is what that's just how I am. Yeah. It's just how it's gonna be. It's just how it's gonna be. And you know, I'm leaving if it's not blah 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 blah. (laughs) So, okay, we've gotta address something. Um, it became clear that they are politically completely different that they have yeah, like there's like, some differing views yeah on. so eric's deaf a, a conservative repub and she's deaf a democrat this is just so interesting because we've never really seen this dealt with in any like substantive way on camera before yeah um and it was still hinted at you know but it became pretty obvious when he was like you know 
she's into the social view stuff. She's into the social justice and all that, which I'm not because those conversations, that stuff is hard. So that's what she does. And I'm sorry, we're not going to like, we don't have to get too deep into this, but I couldn't think of something more (laughs) privileged white male to say (laughs) that, you know, she cares about the social stuff. Obviously, like we're probably, I'm assuming things that are focused on like human rights and LGBTQ and um, apparently it's political to believe the Black Lives Matter, et cetera, which we also need to think about the timing of this. Like this was probably, this was overlapping with the beginning of the pandemic and everything that came with our country's racial reckoning over the summer. Um, this was being shot over that summer, which it that was, was, it's election fall. year. It, it was, was, it was definitely in the heat because I, the only, the only reason why I want to say fall mm. was because in an earlier episode, Chris talks about watching football on Sunday. Oh, okay. So I think that, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in the heat of, we're in the it heat of the election cycle. Time for our everyone's, everyone's on everyone's mind. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. And he seems to kind of be from the perspective of like, I don't care. I don't really care as long as we don't really talk about it and you don't pressure me to believe the way you do. But also, I'm not... Like, they fully acknowledge that they're not going to give each other an inch in terms of swaying opinions. Yeah. So, obviously, he does care. I'm just confused, kind of like, okay, so what are your big things if you don't care about... If you don't, if, if you you're don't not, care about anything social, if you don't care about the social stuff, what but you're this? not going to be changed on anything else. Are you like, what are, we're in the week? What are we talking well, he about? He just here? kept bringing up that he was in the military. So I was kind of like, okay, so defense budgets. We're talking about defense budgets <laughs> and some broad idea of like economics or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are also a lot of like, yeah. Anyways, we don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But it was interesting to witness, and you can tell that she is really struggling with this. Yeah. Um, but she really wants to push through it and see if, I mean, I couldn't. I certainly couldn't. Oh, no way. No. That's like, we care too we, much about that stuff that yeah. we could not be. I mean, props to people that try and pull this off. I don't really know how you do it. But um, she's really insistent on making it work regardless. But you can tell. I mean, here's the thing that I thought was interesting. Um. Dr. Vivian, like he basically admits like she's into social issues. I'm not because those are hard conversations that I don't want to have. And then he's like, but he's like, but I'm fine with like believing different things. And I feel like she's struggling more. Um, And Dr. Viviana says something to her about like, you know, you're bringing something that is into his life that maybe he's never had. And that's really cool. And she's like, and he's bringing some, he can bring some, a new perspective into your life. And, and we were both like, but no, because she said her entire family believes the way Eric does. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just going to be interesting. I don't see how this can't be a huge point of contention, but I also know that there are couples that exist that just choose to like, uh, this topic is totally off but limits. I think, I, I, just, I think that he cares more about this stuff than he's leading on like because he's very he gets there's he there's a, a yeah a few minutes later there there's a very direct line between like talking about 
like discussing their differences, you know, socially and politically. And he gets defensive. Very, yeah, he got he did. He got fast. defensive really Viviana fast. Asks, you know, like, okay, so looking at these differences, what is that going to look like when you have kids? Yeah, you know. And he goes, well, she might not even want kids. Or, you know, he. Yeah, he, he went gets to very, that place. I said that know. too. I was like, oh my gosh, he went into MLA, which <laughs> for those of you that MLA. don't know, uh, me and Tim. MLA is mouth like anus and anybody can exhibit MLA. It's a phenomenon that oftentimes comes with tension, with anger. Um, <laughs> I think it's from the league, that old show on FX. Okay. We got MLA. Credit where Did credit we? is due. Damn it. I wanted to take credit for that, but Literally. I don't remember, but I, still, I believe it. We I still propagate it. it. In, yeah, in, we we propagate and evangelize the MLA. So <laughs> I felt that Eric got immediate MLA after that. Like his face turned to stone and he was super like, he was all scrunched. scrunched. Clenched. And, and we had another clenched guy. Yeah, we, we got another clench. I mean, these guys, if we need to, like mo more of the men are clenchers than the girls. They're wound up, these guys. Such They're clenched wound dudes. wound up But guys. yeah, he got all like, my beliefs are my beliefs. And, you know, if she doesn't want to have kids, then I'm just done. And I'm not waiting till I'm 40 and blah, blah, blah. So that wasn't like the most hopeful. However, then they continue like the exercises on the bed. And I actually love this. So Dr. Viviana gave them a like homework that she wants them to have topical conversations that reveal more about why they believe what they believe and who they are. But she wants them to be timed yeah, so that they I've, don't yeah. go into messy territory. But we're still getting a chance to like reveal just more of why we are the way we I are. Thought and this I was thought great it was a great idea. Great and advice. It went really well because we got explanations on some things that I feel like we really needed. Definitely. Like, who knew that Eric had been cheated on repeatedly by many exes? So no wonder he's got these he's issues. got these yeah. weird controlling issues. Yeah. Um. And then wasn't there some stuff that she opened up about? Well, she talked. Yeah, she talked about too. like cutting her dad oh, out kids. for a while and kids. And she's one of her fears. Pretty much, she had such a tumultuous like, childhood that she doesn't want to bring kids up. Want to potentially bring kids up in the same yeah the same environment how yeah. she was raised. Which um, I felt I it was it's just so interesting how when people. It's like you're watching hearts defrost in real time. Yeah. Like you can watch on people's faces, basically the opposite of MLA. We saw the unclenching. <laughs> we saw the unclenching of an MLA. Eric's face went back to normal. Yeah, I just felt by the end, I was like, oh my gosh, they're both so soft now. It was like they both A little saw, vulnerability yes. and now the ice is melted. Yes, which of course, and like these kinds of things also, I think, inform bigger world new stuff with more like real human shit not just like talk it's not about talking points and like proving each other wrong it's like okay we're trying to make a marriage work here and we both have some really stark differences in the way we view the world the only way that we're not gonna like go to conflict right away is to like go deeper into why each other as individuals like why are we 
Why do we think this way? Why do we feel this way? Why do we react this way? And I just feel like all of it adds to like the empathy snowball. Definitely. Definitely. So I have, I mean, again, like they're not my favorite. Um, And I think that they do have a lot of potential barriers, but they keep surprising me every week by the way that they, they keep showing up to the exercises and the homework and each other. And I know. And I, you know, I still kind of a hundred percent don't get it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm just still stuck on this. I know. You know, obviously they like the seem, physical they still connection. Seem like they're different places in life. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of looking at it being like, they're going to stay together. Like I can't see, you know, obviously yeah. we still have some time, but I can't see them both saying no on decision day. So yeah, no, I you know. Time will tell. I'm more curious what happened between November 4th and January 20th for them. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs) We might find out in the after show that they divorce sometime around January 6th. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Let's move on to Clara and Ryan. They're our last couple, right? Clara and Ryan. We have a lot here. You guys. Like, oh, and I have another prediction that I had made that I think, I mean, we didn't have it confirmed, but... We've had it also asked by a professional, so I'm I was very excited about that. Okay. It felt like a married at first sight oracle. Um, the oracle, <laughs> the season, the episode ten oracle. You were <laughs> okay. So you were feeling yourself with all these. I was. I was like screaming. I wanted so much credit. Um. The okay. So did they meet with? They do Doctor V questions. Well, we saw no, their they, questions it, first before. She came, right? Yeah, I don't know if she, they gave him the questions, but it starts off with them doing a little fishbowl exercise of answering questions. And they're supposed to be about physical intimacy. Yeah. And, you know, she is so resentful and sexually frustrated at this point. She's in her interview and she literally says, it's just his world and I'm living in it. Yeah, it was hard to watch. Oh. Well, one of the questions is how how do you how would you like me to initiate intimacy or initiate romance? And I gotta say, I think this is a little, I mean, I obviously Clara is very upset, but I think this is an opportunity missed because she so Ryan was asking Clara, how would you Clara, how would you, Clara, like me, Ryan, to initiate romance? She's just like, just do it. And she says, just do it. Because she's so over it. I mean, she's so over it. She's literally like, if you pulled your pee pee out right now, do not say (laughs) pee pee. Oh my gosh. She would go to town right there. On a pee pee. She doesn't even want foreplay. She's so done. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I just, I just, um, I've flustered you on the I'm pod. I'm flustered. <laughs> um, and I know she's frustrated, but come on. Yeah, that's not helpful. Like, to someone like him. To someone like him who's so calculated and needs so much, as we find out, like, love and foundation before he can move on to serious things here. Which they're doing everything but penetration, yeah. by the way. It's a penetration, everything but. All Everything these. but I have I actually wrote a poem. Where is it? It's no, we'll get to it. Okay. Um <laughs> okay, but the tension you can cut it with a knife. That's oh. what I I was just like when they're asking each other these questions. Here's the thing. I think you're right, but also let's think about how he has answered her 
with some of our questions in the past. That's true. He's so unhelpful. He's like, trust in time, trust in time, nothing but trust in time, trust in time. So I kind of feel like at this point, she's like, oh, you want to know how you can initiate an intimacy? Whip out your penis. Like at this point. (laughs) So you know what I'm saying? But I hear you. Unhelpful, as unhelpful as his. So, okay, but this killed me. And this is where. Okay, so it was like, what was the question? What's one of your favorite sexual positions? He couldn't handle it. He was like frozen, then started laughing. Then he said, I wrote, has he had sex? With a bunch of exclamation points. Because I was like, this is screaming. I've never had sex. Then he ends up saying, normal, medium. Normal, medium. (laughs) Normal, medium. What's your favorite sexual position? Normal, Normal medium. medium. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes medium rare. At the Um, least, freaking missionary position like the most universal i thought I, I thought we were gonna get missionary position from him but he went even blander he went even blander who knew you could go i mean we love a missionary position <laughs> don't get me wrong he's a religious guy i thought it would be missionary <laughs> I, okay got medium, it like normal medium normal medium okay everyone i am concerned and think that he needs to start masturbating. Like we don't think he has been. I'm. I feel like there's no release happening. They said they did everything, but oh, that's penetration. true. Shoot, you're right. Well, he doesn't act like it. He acts like someone that hasn't had an org in years. Every guy on the show seems extremely <sighs> repressed. Repressed, and Clara Trapped. does as well. Yeah. Okay. So then, though, she says in the interview. That her Okay, so then we get a little window into why, as if it wouldn't make perfect sense that she would be frustrated by not having sex at this point anyway. Because yeah. I think it's fair. The fact that they're doing all that other stuff, all the other things, all the jobs, and they're spending every single day together. You know what I mean? Like, kind of living in, like, couple summer camp. And they like each other. They have a seemingly very good relationship. They have fun together. So I, I would be frustrated, too. But let's put that aside. She ends up saying that her last serious relationship, they were only, they were together for years and they were only having sex like three times a year. Yeah. And she didn't like, it seems like she, maybe that wasn't something they really talked about. And she, because it was a need that she had that she didn't think that he had. Yeah. So she's coming into this. She's coming with a literal history or not coming. With the literal history of of not being desired sexually, which made it make even more sense to me why this is starting to get into hurtful territory for her. Because you can tell now she's feeling hurt. Like, what? What's wrong with me? Why don't you want to do me? Yeah, that was good perspective that we got Uh got for her, definitely. Yeah, and so then, Dr. I mean, by the, that conversation was just like, did not get them anywhere. So I was just really glad that Dr. Viviana showed up. Um, but again, a really strong statement from Clara. She said, I never imagined being in a marriage where sex is being withheld. I was like, is that what we would call it? I don't know. I, I definitely. That's a strong statement. It's a very strong statement. And I was like, withheld? I don't know. That like Withheld feels like punishment. 
Yeah. You know, like, I'm mad at you, so I'm not having sex Yeah, that's kind of how I read that, too. Once again, they're doing other things. Yeah. Which, okay, so Dr. V tries to dig into that a little bit. Like, where are you coming from, Ryan? Oh, this was my problem. <laughs> um, it's important for me to build a foundation. And then I just finished it and said, not based on penetration. <laughs> it was clever. But it's very important for him to build a foundation that doesn't include penetration. Um, he has a thing in his... And and we're all just like, what is the foundation? What does it look like? When will it be laid? In your mind. Because... And Viv, Viv tries to push him on this, too. Yeah. You know, like, she she yeah. goes and, like, okay, well, when, like, when can you, you t tell can that? You give so, us a timeline. Yeah, a timeline. So Which then, of course, it. he's, like, not into that because he wants it to be natural. He says... Letting things feel natural. And I just was thinking, like, there is a huge difference between wanting things to feel organic and natural and and then being vague and avoidant as fuck. Yeah. And I think that, like, I've, I think it's very common in relatios for, for people to use that as an excuse to basically not try, not put yourself out there, not make an effort in a way that would be a little too vulnerable for you, you know? Yeah. And, so I was you know, just was, like, dude, would, I know. feel and natural. Like, it, you're apparently, everything else is pretty natural. I know. I, I don't know if he he wants some, like, Bridgerton-style, <laughs> passionate no, sex. No, he wants or, to know categorically that he is in love with her before he penetrates her. And oh, yet he... Penetrates. <laughs> Well, that's we have to get specific here because they're doing all the other sexes. We're led to like, believe they're having sex. She said that to Dr. Viviana. Okay, yes. So they're doing everything but. So, which is a very like, I'm just gonna go back to this. Okay. This is a very evangelical thing to do. Ah. Everything but the whole. So interesting. I mean, I'm just saying. And it did make me. So I was wondering, is he a virgin? And then Dr. Viviana, when she she asked him to leave the room because she could sense what I think we're all sensing, which is there's a lot of tension, but she's Clara is trying so hard to be careful about what she does and doesn't say. So then what happens is it's just it's either coming out in something snarky or she's just withholding. So Dr. Viviana is like, Okay, I need to just talk to Clara. Yeah. And good, then, good which was a really right good there. call. And she immediately is like, Clara, do we think maybe he's a virgin? And it was like that hadn't even crossed Clara's mind. Oh, yeah. You could tell from her facial reaction. She, that was, she was like, like huh? <laughs> um, So, but then she made it seem like, no, he would have told me, like, he's told me he has... So maybe he has like once or twice, but maybe he's never been in a relationship where he's had like a consistent, abundant sex life. Yeah. Um, but it was really interesting. I put like, so when they were talking, Dr. Viviana was like talking to Clara and was like, so we definitely have a situation where sex is really high on a pedestal for Ryan. Oh, this pedestal? Oh, the pedestal. Is on Everest. It's so Hi, but I put like I was thinking we know about putting sex on pedestals. I mean, that's how we felt uh younger growing up. Um, and that's kind of we went to 
a religious school and that was also very much a thing. Yeah. Right. And, and the thing with putting sex on a pedestal is like, it actually makes it so much more stressful and can suck so much of the joy out of it because it gets built up to the, like, it needs to be absolutely perfect once you do it. And it's like, everything has to be right. And it's like, that is not how this works. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I guess one of the interesting things from this conversation that I got from Clara was how I was shocked with how unemotional she talks about sex being to her. I really didn't fully buy it. Really? I didn't fully buy it. I don't, I didn't, I don't know if I did either. But she kept saying, look, sex has no emotion. Like literally none. It's completely separate from it. And I'm like, that can't be true. I'm just like, I, shut I just, up. That's just... It clearly means something to you if you were in a relationship with someone for years who barely had sex with you and thus made you feel like shit about yourself all the time. Well, it seems to me like they're on, from the way that they both describe it, I think they're actually closer to the middle than they think. But from the way that they describe it, she is like, Sex has zero emotion to me. And he's like, she's being over the only thing that like, he's it like, sex is perfect. all emotion yeah. for me. Yeah. You know? And it's like, wow, it's kind of probably somewhere in, somewhere in the middle here. Definitely. You know, like, and I think they got to find the sweet spot. Yeah. I, I just put like this whole obsession with, you know, her being very firm about like, I've never even had a sexual relation relationship with meaning. I'm not buying it. Even with people that I've had feelings for. I was like, okay, well, there's some serious, there's something happening there. Like you have, there's, there's an emotional impact regardless of what you want to think. So maybe you weren't conscious. And clearly if you've separated them this intensely and you're getting teary talking about it, yeah, then there's a lot more there. Yeah, Like definitely. this is a lot deeper. And I, I think that she is, um, making some really strong blanket statements at this point because she feels like me and Ryan couldn't be more different because at this point, I don't understand what the big deal is. How could he not just have sex with me? And now she's turning it into like, she's made, of course, she's feeling like crap about herself. So then she's like, I mean, I don't even know what he's talking about with emotional sex. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't that's... have to cry for there to be emotion. <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's a shared connection, there's no way that there isn't something emotional happening, whether you're conscious of it or not. Yeah. But whatever. That's whatever. A good point. I think. I think she's. She's o- got over. some growth. She's got some growth to, to to do. But so does he. I just felt like, oh, you're way too in your head at this point. You're getting resentful, and so you're starting to make like really strong blanket statements because you're just so irritated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's weird. I, I don't feel like we had, I feel, feel like this was an important week, but it was also felt a little transitional, right? It, was a, it felt a little fillery. It had some filler vibe yeah. to it. Um, next week, it looks like we're going to be <sighs> out and about a little bit more. Yeah. We're going to be in public. It looks like we have a breakup coming up. Oh, <laughs> There's some activities, yeah. Um, rather than just bed spreads and blindfolds and crackers and yeah, whipped cream. Oh, and you know how I think that we should end. Oh wait, okay, no, we have a surprise for you. But first, you gotta give me your updated rankings. Updated power rankings. I don't know if there's any change from last week. Okay. Um, at number five, we still got 
Chris and Paige and they make it so easy. Like no one can even compete with them for that. Um, although I don't know, I'm starting to get to the point where Haley and Jacob Jacob are really kind of starting to fall like a rock. It's almost like they're tied at this point, but not quite. Can't have any ties. Okay, the power rankings. Okay. Um, number three, Clara and Ryan. Okay. Um, they got some potential to do some jumping here. I think once the sex gets figured out gets figured out i think i can see They're them making a play like a river they can be <laughs> like the nile river <laughs> uh number two virginia and eric despite the disagreements uh yeah they're they're like they're emotional love sex whatever it big, is they made some big it's big their connection uh, connections this week and then number one obvi obvi it's like i feel like one in five are shooing i mean i Dare the rest of this season to change one or five for us. I'm gonna try to. I dare Brianna it. Brianna and Vincent, you still have our top spot. Yeah, I, I mean, you have to do a lot to fall from that okay. with these couples. So before we close it out, two weeks ago, I made a promise. You did. I made a promise. I said we need to do some background research. We need to do some. We need to find reconnaissance. We need to find traces of day. Traces of day. By the one and only <laughs> Eric Lake of Virginia and Eric mm-hmm. of Merit at First Sight. Mm-hmm. So uh, the research was actually pretty easy. And uh, it's <laughs> No, pretty... you were in libraries. <laughs> I, was, was I was looking through peer archives. archives. Freedom of Information Act was invoked. Was, was filed. <laughs> the FBI. Um, so we found some traces of day. So and we're so... going to leave you on some traces of day. Enjoy. Okay? Enjoy. We cannot wait for episode 11. And you'll be hearing from us next week. Yeah, you will. You will. Here you we don't go. even have a choice. Traces of day, everyone. Thank you very much. Thank you.